What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Neil Ross, voice of many of your favorite cartoon characters, and maybe some you didn't care for that much, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Welcome to The Pull Bag. Join us as we dig out our latest comics and discuss them with a rotating panel of the GCRN crew. So sit back and enjoy this week's Pull Bag. For those of you that don't know this, here on my right, Twin Twist and Cup. On the left, a Perceptor and Topspin. My name's Springer, and I'm in charge. Welcome to episode 114 here inside the pull bag. It is time to wreck and roll with myself, TFU and Mike, and joining me is Lady Wreck. Hello. Wreck and roll. <laughs> Beatles Diva, hello. <laughs> Bonjour. Aloha. Hi. <laughs> I swear she's not on drugs, folks, but as we I'm all not. know. I, no. I, I'm in a lot of After pain, midnight. but I'm not on drugs. <laughs> uh, and also joining us is Hahi Prime. Hello. Hey, and I'm hopped up on hot chocolate that I boosted with extra cocoa powder, so, you know. <laughs> nice. Now, did you snip the cocoa powder, or <laughs> oh. just inject it right to your veins? <laughs> I, seriously, in winter, I might as well just inject it. <laughs> Okay, so maybe I should have started out with this. Thank you so much to Neil Ross for that opening intro clip. Yes. <laughs> um, Wouldn't be the records yes. without Springer. <laughs> no. Here, here. And I'm, I'm just gonna get this right off the, just right off the top. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. I am not being a hypocrite in this review when I say I actually enjoy Springer because this is the first time in my entire lifetime of being a Transformers fan where I've actually enjoyed the character where he's not being a home wrecker like he was in Transformers the movie but anyway that's a whole other situation I, I my entire life I have never liked Springer there was one time in G1 that I liked Springer when he went through the garbage disposal and came out in pieces wait you can't tell us how you really you feel you can't yeah. you can't be a home wrecker if you don't have a home well, you don't have... <laughs> Of course, Nicole would be the one to take it literally. No, no, no. <laughs> I like. Springer. Of course, I like Nicole would be the one back. to take it, it literally. Uh huh. Okay, Mike. I guess I, I guess I do care. I think that you're a really awesome person now that you finally <laughs> like Springer because now I'd be like, hey. Only in this context. When it comes to say, I was gonna <laughs> throw it down and say, all right, that's it. I cannot do any more of your podcast. <laughs> Not like my boy. Uh huh. Right. Okay. So this is Last End of the Wreckers. This is the, the main version. story is No, this is not the con- oh. 
gonna strangle all three of you. Um, this is not the condensed. Kaboom! Shut up. This is not the condensed version. This is the overall story from issue one to five. This is the digital collected edition from Comicsology, which released in June of 2011. There is a hardcover edition that has additional story bits and whatever else, but these five issues are essentially the crux of the entire Last End of the Record story. Uh, 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 wait, 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 wait. What? You, if you are a fan of Wreckers and you decide to buy it and read it after this, if you are a fan of it, then you have to go out and get the hardcover because the hardcover has extra stuff in it that you'll want to read before you read the next series. <laughs> Just saying. The, the Kindle okay. version has it, uh, the extras too. Oh, it does? All right, good. Wow. Well, for only seven ninety nine, I guess Comixology really did chip us out of, what is it, one seventy two. Like fifty some odd pages. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Wow. Um, I have bought so... almost every version of Last End of the Wreckers, so <laughs> let, let me get my surprise face on. Whoa, Amy bought Last End of the Wreckers stuff. Imagine More that. Than once. Did you buy like all three versions of the limited edition? <laughs> I think so. I think I'm pretty sure I have it. Oh, I might have the one that uh, uh, IDW Limited did too. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. There were, there was three oh, no, I didn't, I didn't get three different versions of that. I just got, okay. I don't remember what one. I think it was the black the black label. Holy crap, those were not cheap. No, it was oh, not cheap, not. but it was really good. But you're like, it was worth it. It was worth it. Let's just say this. Okay, you, you hear about fans that go out and buy their plastic crack. That is my plastic crack. Yeah. Books are my crack, okay? Yep. <laughs> that sounded <laughs> so bad. Okay. Wow. <laughs> We've seen some really screwed up things on this podcast before, but holy crap. Oh my god. Okay, so I don't go out and buy all the plastic crack, okay? But I do have my crack. <laughs> and yes, I do have the 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 Springer. The 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 triple changer toy that they had that came out in oh, the yeah, generations line a couple years ago. Yes, yeah, I still that I would have make it. out with if I could. Oh, okay. I didn't go there. <laughs> yeah, okay. That is the only toy I have actual wow. feelings for, but boy, howdy. Heather will pick wow. out a toy at, at Amy's on crack. Somehow she's stupid something. I don't know. I'm going to pick this up on blogtalkradio.com. I'm really going to have to you know, set this to the R rating. Oh, my God. <laughs> and wow. you think I'm going to be bad. I'm the innocent one. Whew. Yeah, sure yes. you are. No, Nicole. Uh-huh. Just, sure you are. just made Nicole look innocent. Let's just say that. Uh, that is that's... terrifying. <laughs> that you better makes... dial it back, Amy. That <laughs> yeah. is highly terrifying. Uh... I'm, the, I'm the true okay. angel of this podcast. <laughs> right. Okay, just story wait. time. Story wait. time. Get to the end of the podcast. We'll make Nicole join the devils. <laughs> <laughs> So we have cookies is... in the face shape of Springer. <laughs> Watch out, so... Heather will make out with those cookies. <laughs> just eat them in a really enjoying. What did that take? Ten <laughs> seconds or less for her to join in already? Wow, oh. this got really bad really quick. You guys can't make me laugh. Yes, My conditions did. are really hurting. <laughs> 
Okay, right. so the creative team on Last Stand on the Records on the story is Nick Roche and James Roberts. The script is done by Nick. Pencils by Nick, inks by Nick, and John Wyckoff. Uh, the colors are done by Josh Burcham. Yay, Josh! At least one of them, anyway. Um, Letters oh, man, yeah. This, this, is, this is old IDW, because back then the editor was Andy Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one who greenlit this. Yeah, so props yeah. to him for greenlighting it, because that was brave. <laughs> it, but you know what? It was an instant winner. He just had to follow the right thing, that's all. <laughs> and we're not going to do the traditional uh, pull-bag review of we go through every single page, because there are, five. in the digital edition, there are 125 pages, people. Yeah, there's so, five issues, and they're all glorious. <laughs> We'd be here for five hours, yeah. an hour an issue if we do. Oh, wait, so wait, 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 I, wait, wait, wait. You've got Amy on here. you got to double that, okay? True, <laughs> because I would, gush, I would gush about every little instance, and I would point out every little thing, quite literally. I mean, it would be like, hey, oh, yeah. last set of the records by Lady Wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give an in-depth view. It's a running commentary, people. Yeah, it would be five hours at least. So. <laughs> um, so, so how do you want to run this, Mike? <laughs> the, I know. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I have a page and a half or about two pages worth of bullet points that I wrote down as I read this. And how I do this is almost like a running commentary as I'm reading through it. So I pretty much already said my first note. Um, I'm so not a Springer fan outside of this whatsoever, especially in that 86 film. Uh, I know, no, but you're wrong, but that's okay. Everyone has a mistake in their life, and your mistake is not like in Springer. That's okay. <laughs> I don't like Starscream half the time either, so there you go, too. Well, you're not supposed to like uh, Starscream, and you're not a girl, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Hey, I'm a girl, and I was never a fan of Starscream either. I've always loved that asshole. <laughs> okay, so my first negative about this is it really it goes back to when I was reading More Than Meets the Eye. There was a couple of issues in, in early More Than Meets the Eye's run uh, where the time jump happened and this does that as well. I hate that effect. The Let's skip forward five bajillion milliseconds let's skip backwards 10 bajillion mil oh god i can't stand that time jumping it's worse than is that's for people who are just barely getting into the story i understand that. i know what happened beforehand and we also have to have what's been set up you know the fact that you've got garris nine and overlord has been there for a little while and you have to see kind of how he set things up you just jump into it you're not going to get the impact that oh gosh Overlord is like a bad dude. And you know what? He makes even some of the wreckers shake in their, you know, boots. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> which we get to of one of the issues. So we're like, oh, they're like, Overlord. They're like, what? <laughs> you could <laughs> practically hear a pin drop because they're like, whoa. You know? So it's kind of important just to at least have the, the setup of why, why is this bad? Well, because Overlord is a bad dude. And I think this is one of the best introductions of an evil character I've ever seen, frankly. 
because he's he, not evil. He's, he's just misunderstood. Oh my gosh! Not even <laughs> I have. Not even I will try to redeem Overlord, and I try to redeem everybody. Come on! If you're gonna make out with someone, it's got to be Overlord. He's got the lips. Come on! I am really not that kinky. <laughs> <laughs> only for Springer. Heather's only kinky for Springer. <laughs> Just that one toy. <laughs> there are days that... where I'd say, oh, oh, you're absolutely right. The Lord would be the best kisser. He would probably kiss your lips completely off, you know? But exactly. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be painful. No, what's really great about this is it it's not just like them saying, Okay, Overlord's a bad dude. It's like, no, they prove it. Yeah. They it's don't one of those show, show don't tell things. Yeah. Oh, and they tell it all and they they tell it even better than just a few short images saying, Hey guys, you'll do what I say because I'm the you know, anyhow. <laughs> yeah. I mean it and it they're extremely memorable things. Like like Nick's really good at getting to the heart of what's what's really gonna stick in your psyche from that reaction shot of the you know decepticons being like oh crap that's repeated later too and i always go off to josh bertram about overlord red that scene where he flings fortress maximus to the crowd that's incredibly memorable and it's the thing like, is it's so simplistic at the same yeah, time and yeah. it's just like seared into my psyche and i'm like i mean you know overlord was like a, a guy that most of us didn't even really know who he was because he's from the japan series and so introducing him as a villain we take seriously takes a really skillful it, it's a skillful introduction because because he goes from a nobody to a oh crap this guy is bad news and has lips so yeah, three three or four pages in let me let me look at it here one Two, three, uh, no, five pages in. You're you're pretty sure that he's like, oh my gosh, this is bad shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so, Mike. Uh, okay, Mike. Take yeah. away. We just. So let's see here. Uh, <laughs> wait, did he just rip rip his head off? That's almost as evil as evil looking as being cut in half lengthways. Uh no, I think lengthways gets to a different lengthways. level. Lengthways. <laughs> You, went, you off, creep Heather out, you just go behind her and just say, thank you. Dude, dude, guys. So so I'm, I'm reading more than meets the eye to the kids, and we did get to lengthwise, and poor Seth was like, I think I need my not-be-afraid medicine. <laughs> oh, oh, how sweet. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, you, you didn't know about you this. read that to your children? <laughs> I know. It, it sounds so horrible, but yet at the same time, like, honestly, they're having so much fun, and we are having so, so, so much fun. But, you know, occasionally we have to deal with serious stuff. Yeah. Speaking of serious stuff, Verity's on wheels, so she's a human Michael Bay wheelie. Ugh. <laughs> well, let's, let's not insult her like that, because Verity is <laughs> billions of times. Like, honestly... Though seriously, though I, the reason I'm reacting that way is because I want those wheels so bad. <laughs> I, I want wheelie totally... feet, but not wheelie wheelie feet. I kind of look. I looked at more like it was like roller skates, except transverse transforming yeah. version of roller skates. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's a way to get around the ship that's like a mile long. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. that was the next thing. They had to make it make sense for her, who is yeah. just this little puny. And they do a really great job showing how huge these guys are next to her. Because if she's the same size as, say, you are, Heather, I mean, they are huge. I know. <laughs> and, you know, I think that... Oh, <clears throat> Although I'm pretty yeah. short, so they're probably not quite as big as you think they are if I'm <laughs> if she's my size. So back in the day, I remember them wondering, you know, why why is there a human in there? And this is something that Nick recently brought up too, as we're getting ready for the next series, is why why human? Why is there a human in there? It's like, and that this is exactly the reason why. So you can show their 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 size because yeah, right. now we have something that we can compare it to. Because like an average human being is going to be, I'd say, around whatever height that Verity is. So now we see quite quickly how huge these guys are, which yeah. sometimes when you don't have the, a little human in there to show it, you kind of forget that they are yeah. huge. So well, if just, you're that I... size though, would you be constantly looking at Robocrotch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because like, they don't have anything in there. Yeah. I know, but no, Heather. <laughs> Thank you well, for saying that, Heather. <laughs> I have See, firm opinions on this subject. <laughs> Tumblr would disagree. <laughs> Tumblr disagrees with everything, apparently. Um, <laughs> here's the thing for me. It's not that I dislike the character of Verity. I, I think it's a, an, an interesting character to put into this to, to ground the Transformers a little bit. I just wish the design was a little bit more... G1 exosuit, little less alien oh, looking. I'm so glad that it's not G1 exosuit. Those things are <laughs> just kind of whoa. <laughs> All right. Um... I, I have a quick question, though, you guys, because I never even thought about this until somebody brought it up. Actually, probably on the gender podcast we did. How do you guys respond to the fact that she's going around in a sports bra and shorts? Because I just assumed it meant. I don't care. I'm on a ship with robots. I'm going to wear what's comfortable. But somebody was like, why does she have to be wearing this? So what do you guys I, think of that? I did bring it up at one time on the back in the day, the IDW forum that I wasn't a fan of, of what she's wearing, but eh, it, I mean, it quite, quite literally looks like she's in her underwear. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the most part, yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. It's just like she's in outer space. It's got to be pretty cold. But then you got to think if she's got to get into a suit, she's got to wear something that's kind of form fitting and easy to maneuver inside another suit. True. So. And it but doesn't read also... as underwear. It reads as workout clothes. Yeah, she's, she she looks like she's going to a kickboxing True. class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's good. That's that's that would be that right there. Well, and then the other the other thing that comes to mind is you remember back in the day when we all watched Alien. Yeah. You know, uh, Ripley, Ripley was yeah. Ripley in her whatever the yeah. uh, jumpsuit off. That's all they, you know, whatever. When they yeah. were getting into the the machines and stuff like that. I I don't know, something about that just kind of works for me, I guess. After I mean it was bothersome at first, but I like I don't care anymore cuz I I just got to think that she's got to be if cold. I was... <laughs> See, well, I I think the I opposite is that up surrounded at... by a bunch of dudes with engines that are going to produce heat. Yeah, that's true too. Oh, there you go. So I I get the impression it's in, pretty darn warm in that ship. In space, it's not nearly as cold as you think because if you get too <laughs> that needs to totally be on some poster of like a knockoff <laughs> alien movie. In space, it's not nearly so cold as you think <laughs> because you could be close to a sun that could you know you could be in a hot area. I mean, you really 
that's the deception is that oh it's cold in space well actually you it could be any it could be really really hot it could be really really cold it's a vacuum it doesn't matter and then, we're, and then we get into the movie why did megatron freeze on earth okay oh <laughs> that was the movie i let's know not, let's not go there come on let's not <laughs> mix continuities here into my records here please <laughs> okay so next bullet point when Springer isn't trying to get under RC's chest plate, he's really a badass dude. That's terrible. <laughs> come on, come on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, continuity. When RC blew the Hey, hey, hey! At least I'm talking about the good movie, not the bad one. <laughs> True, but still, if you're gonna, you can knock her for that for the, for the last point come of being on. in the wrong. <laughs> he, he's not the only one that's trying to get under his her chest plate. Come on, really? Oh, no, no, that's not the only one, but that's the general gist of it. Anyway, um, when the records combine, I'm like, huh? If this was like, like I don't know, six months ago, the records could have been in Combiner Wars. <laughs> Dude, I still kind of think a records combiner would be sort of amazing. <laughs> well. That's what made that line so great. Yeah. The fact that they didn't combine. And so when they said that, it was like, that was probably one of the best lines ever. I know. Most quoted, most quoted since, you know, records combined. So. Dude, are we already there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) At least in my notes anyway. Um, Skipped over a whole lot, but that's fine. Eh. Well, I'm sorry. What did (laughs) You have five hours, Amy. Let's. I know, I know. You're oh. gonna have to read the comics. Because I'm not actually looking at the. I, I'm oh, not looking I'm at the comics all right now. Sorry. Can yeah. I can I make a quick confession though while we're talking records? Okay. So I was reading this, you know, a long time ago, and I just it was so different from all the other comics that I didn't really know what to make of it, and you know, it's already established as willing to push things way way farther than we were used to things being pushed and poor what's his face okay so the two guys that are fighting in the pit for overlord's amusement and the one guy wins and i'm sorry i can never keep track of of what their names are oh his name is kickoff and you know he you know da 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 and he wins and overlord's like come to my quarters and i will allow you to choose your reward and i honestly thought like honestly i was like no, please don't make that cannon. That's not okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 Nick. Do not, do not, do not think. And for like a year, I totally missed that he was the guy that had been killed later and that, you know, you get to choose oh. to either fight him or commit suicide. Or I yeah. missed that. And so I'm just like, so not okay. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, but thank you for letting me get off my chest. Yeah, and this is why Overlord is so evil. <laughs> it's because, it's honestly, because like I, I wouldn't put anything past him. So she's like, yeah, okay. If anybody's going to invent horrible slash crap, it'll be Overlord. And he, he got his luscious lips. He, he really does. That's, that's honestly a lot of what makes him so creepy. Is the is, the way he looks and acts, because he's just so smarmy and just like, 
Yeah, you know you like it. <laughs> but we're like, no, we don't like it. Yes, you do. No, we don't like it, Overlord. If anyone ever in animation puts Overlord into a cartoon, you need to get Heather to do his voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do his voice. <laughs> okay, so obviously, in case anyone didn't realize, this isn't my first time reading anything pre-Death of Optimus Prime from IDW. Okay. Sure, I had that whole episode with Steve Megatron where we talked about the U.S. classics, but that's Marvel and that doesn't count at this point. Yeah, different continuity. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is my first thing pre-More Than Meets the Eye in the book formerly known as Rid. My point here is I finally liked Top Spin and Twin Twist. As a kid, I thought they were just gimmicky toys that I had a lot of fun with. <laughs> oh, they were fun. I like them. Yeah, they're awesome. I've never My had first... the choice, so I didn't know about them. They were the jump starters. You basically, you you have them in their vehicle mode, because I don't remember what what the hell the name is. You have them in the vehicle mode, you pull them back, uh, you let them go, they roll over the kitchen floor, and then they'll, they'll eventually jump and, and transform into robot mode and land on their feet. Oh, that's nice. adorable. Holy crap, that's adorable. This was actually <laughs> my first introduction to them, is having them in Last End of the Records. I didn't know anything pre before that, so I came in here with you know no idea of any of these characters. Yeah. And I, you're right, I fell in love with all of them as well. Because so, they're like the, the brothers that are like, I could do better. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Get slagged. You know, they're the, yeah. they're, that's who they are. So They're like the fanon version of Sideswipe and Sunstreaker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. I could totally, I could totally see that, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what are you waiting for, a starting gun? Go get him. Damn, Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. That Overlord, just because... Is that your next secure. bullet point? Yes. <laughs> I know I'm skipping a lot of stuff here, but as I, when I take the bullet points, when I take when I take my notes down, it's only, pretty, it's pretty much as I'm reading. If I find something that I want to mention later, I know I'm going over a lot of the plot, Amy. I'm sure in a moment yeah. I'll ask you, you know, when we get to Just the end of issue three. Okay, Amy, summarize the first three issues. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, all right. Um, Better flip ahead and see where it goes to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Saving lives? Yes. Dramatic rescues? Yes. And having adventures? What's wrong with just having yeah. adventures? <laughs> I think, honestly, we need to focus... I mean, at this point, people can wiki the story. But the point yeah, that the, the main lasting effect of Last Time of the Records has been the characters. Absolutely. So yeah. we totally need to be like, these are the characters and why they have mattered for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wowzers Gadget, the end of issue three. Holy hell. The end of issue three was just, wow. When everything did... just comes into perspective. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, okay. And you, this is when you seriously wonder whether or not, is anybody going to make it out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm flipping through and I'm seeing the the prisoners in their cells and you've got the one guy just kind of sitting there and the guy's hung by springs and yeah. the there was a part okay while we're skipping around there's a part much later that returns to that where overlord has all the prisoners killed and 
Nick drew the first guy totally dead with his Autobot symbol stuck in his mouth. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And as I was reading this for the first time, honestly, that was the part where I lost it and started bawling. And Nick is like... I laughed so hard drawing that. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, I see why that's funny. But I I can't <laughs> deal with that well because it's such a – it hits too many real-life things for me of taking – How many times have you gone down the street and seen well, something like that? No, <laughs> but um, – <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know, currently it's, very, it's a very ISIS thing to do. True. Um, but true. to 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 take you know to capture someone, and then Listen take to, the yeah. thing that is the symbol of everything they are. Which for American, which for an American would be a, a the a picture of the American flag or something like or just, that. Yeah. You know anything that's that's them and just like kill them and shove it in their mouth. Yeah, that yeah. got to me, and you know I felt a little silly when everybody else is laughing, but like, that really gets to me. There's there's a lot of stuff in this that honestly, I will I usually get to the end of this book and feel a little sick to my stomach because it's not a happy yay yay heroes yay story, but we'll we'll get to the end later. But yeah, that's yeah. but it says it right in the title, Heather. That's the point. It's their yeah. last stand. It's not supposed to have a happy well, ending. Well, it's not just that people die. The thing that makes me sick is that you get to the end of it and what was all that really for? And I am not sure that I yeah. think it was worth it. And that's some real life crap. Yep. Yeah. And that's oh, absolutely. that's kind of the whole point I think that, that people get to is at yeah. the very end. I mean, what makes records so great is the fact that bad things happen, really bad, dark things, but it's wrapped in humor. Yeah. And the only way we can read it is because it is wrapped in that humor. Because if you take the humor out, it's so incredibly dark that we would not be able to read it. You wouldn't find any reason to read it. Yeah. Because it is hitting on things that are like, you know, bad things, terrible things. I mean, you just go yeah. through history and pick out all the, the worst things that could possibly happen. And that's kind of what's happening here. Yeah. And we're reading it for entertainment, but the reason why we can read it is because of the humor and the camaraderie. And the, <laughs> the and camaraderie I say people, between meaning robots that don't exist, but yeah. people, gosh dang it. Mm -hmm. The camaraderie between the characters. 
Yeah. That's why we love it. That's why yeah. it, and it was really smartly done in that, that they were able to write about such dark, evil things and get you to that end where you're like, was it really worth it? Yeah. And the reason why we And I still don't know. I still legitimately do not know if I oh, think uh, it's worth that's, it. That's the best thing of, of, of all is the fact that here we are five years later and we're still thinking that. Yeah. In Transformers, we're still thinking. They've never answered well, that question. Was it still, really worth it's still having an impact in the comics, too? Yeah. I mean, Overlord's impact in these five issues has been felt for the last five years then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the thing. They hit on the theme between the Autobots and the Decepticons and everything that goes on in here. What what makes an Autobot? What makes a Decepticon? Yeah. And is it worth it? You know, all of the war crimes, all the things that have happened, all the times where they 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 compromise their values. I mean, those are all things that are hit on in Wreckers. Yeah. I mean, you get the you get the you get the first layer of the actual story, but if you actually think about what's going on, that's the second layer, and all the questions that follow after that, you know, lead you down to the third layer. And this is why wreckers was so great and why we loved it so much is because it wasn't just a story it was on the surface but then it came to these darker and deeper themes that needed to be discussed yeah and that's the reason why transformers if you can get into it and you can really like it and you really love it and get really into it um, that's what keeps us coming back is the fact that they have these things you want to know. Are they able to solve their problems? Are they able to do that? Are they able to get past this thing that is there? I mean, and I think part of that is because as human beings, I think that's where we are in our society because we want to say we're civilized, that we're all of these things. But are we really, are we just on the brink, just like the wreckers are, of just destroying ourselves? And I yeah. think that's the reason why wreckers speaks to us as human beings they are robots but you know it says something about us as well so just the fact Good. that they're doing fairly brutal things in order to keep the autobot name looking still pure to hide <laughs> bad stuff i'm just like Ugh. you know it and you know it's it's you know, throwing cat cannon fodder into this thing to make the Autobots look good, and then you realize that these cannon fodder guys are people that you love. See, well, that's the whole reason why why Nick wrote this is because he just wanted to take a bunch of no names and make yeah. you love them, and then make you yep. grieve for. And <laughs> yeah, I want to see Nick cry himself because of that. <laughs> so. I really do love that note at the beginning where he's like, "I want you to be like, I don't care if Springer dies as long as Iron Fist lives." <laughs> and I'm like, well done. I totally am. <laughs> uh, so we come to the end of issue three here, and wow, just <laughs> this final scene for issue three is just creepy. Endoscopic claw, people. Oh my gosh. Endoscopic this... claw. <laughs> uh, the this endoscopic is claw every... is not okay. Every six months when I go in to see the dentist, I, I say. <laughs> The endoscopic claw. Dude, this now all is I'm I thinking of is anybody forget it either. Yeah. And now all is I'm thinking of is the aliens from Toy Story, the claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
<laughs> yeah, I've never done well with torture scenes. They, they're something that I have to kind of avoid in movies because they'll keep me awake because I have an experiential imagination. So even this with robots, I'm like, oh, good, you know, like feeling crap, just like drilling down through my esophagus reading this. I'm just like, this is not okay. I have, I have a problem with teeth too. Anything, it doesn't matter if it's fake or real. Like in Walking Dead, I could watch that no problem. But there was one time I had a turn, turn away and they were curb stomping a zombie. I'm like, I can't even watch that. Not even for a zombie, I can't even watch it. So <laughs> this has one of those effects on me too. Like, because uh, <laughs> you know what? We've all been to the dentist. Well, at least I hope everyone has been to the dentist at least once in their life. They know how comfortable yeah. you are. You know, <laughs> so people can put themselves into that position and be like, <laughs> I think what makes it worse is the fact that that it's happening to one of the wreckers at the same time because of the spark. Um, shoot, yeah. now I can't remember what it is. Um, um, the yeah. shared spark that they have. Yeah, I can't remember what the effect is. They say it in the comic, but I can't find what page, so I'm not uh, going to go flipping through it crazy and going. Oh, oh, yeah. By vicarious perception, I think. Yeah, 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 something like that. So yeah. it's like. You're seeing him, he's just walking along and they're, you know, doing their thing. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, and you're like, oh, crap, what's going on? <laughs> I think the fact that you only see certain parts, our imaginations go wild because you yeah. see how he's in so much pain. And you're like, going, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are the, some of the story bits you wanted to point out, Amy? Do you want me to summarize the first three issues? <laughs> <laughs> If it doesn't take two hours, sure. No, no, okay. Uh, <laughs> quite literally, you we we get an introduction to uh, Overlord, um, like we have already mentioned. Uh, the Wreckers gather, and then they're told what their mission is, and they pretty much shat themselves. Well, because they all know they're they're not the hero type. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> it's, it's that, like I said, it's that repeated reaction where the Decepticons and the Autobots both have exactly, like, yeah, panel layout words, everything, the exact same reaction to Overlord of, oh, crap. Even there, even his own kind are like, oh, yeah. crap. It's Overlord. Yeah. We're in so much crap here. Oh, no. Nicole said they're not the hero type, and all I can think of is Tony Stark from Iron Man 1. <laughs> I'm not the hero type, clearly. <laughs> awesome. I thought you were going to start singing, we, we don't need another hero. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's... once they know what their mission is, um, uh, we they they get on it. They're on their way there, and we... Or, they, we find out more stuff about what's going on, how they are building up, uh, you know, Overlord and each end of each issue, they've got like a little, uh, at the beginning of the next one, you get to see a little bit more about, you know, what Overlord is, uh, how he's set up and whatnot. But the end of issue one, we get a, uh, Impactor returns to the ship. So they get, to have Impactor show up to help uh, lead the forces. And then they basically show up at Garrus 9 and drop down to the surface, only to get their backsides caught. And that's about right where we um, finish up in issue number three is um, the torture scenes when they have we reveal that the guys have been caught and um, they're in the Spark X 
extinction Extinction chamber. (laughs) So they're about to be um, tortured. So, but we find out soon enough, there is a secondary reason for being there as well. Not just to save the people that are trapped in Garrus nine, where overlord has come and said, Hey, this is my playground. And all of you are going to be my little minions and do what I say. And <laughs> yeah, Overlord I don't think doesn't I can... take his toys and make them kiss. He takes his no. toys and make them kill each other. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I don't think I can see Overlord being a Gru like leader to the minions. I just can't yeah. see that. <laughs> this would be the twisted, uh, yeah, shattered glass version of Guru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The another cool story thing that they do is that we get to see a lot of the characters doing truly awesome stuff at the beginning. They each kind of get a moment to be awesome, so that when they get taken apart, we feel it more because we've seen them each do awesome things. It's like, but the, wait, <laughs> <laughs> but and each one of the characters have something going on. Like with Iron Fist, yeah. you don't at first. Yeah. He's got. He's doing these blackout things. You don't find out till later why that is. Yeah. So it's it, each each. There was just little pieces that all fit together, and you get a different thing in each issue, and then in another bit after that, and each time it's like, oh crap, you know. So it builds this up to this point, and then at the very end, you're like, oh, that's why you care about this character is because mm-hmm. he's built up through the whole thing, and then when ha- what happens to him in the end, you're like, oh, sad face. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like you, you can read this trade and go, "Dang," and then I think honestly, it takes about three more rereads to pick up everything. Everything, yeah. Because yeah. I remember <laughs> this is a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, folks. I remember when we were originally trying to schedule doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I read the thing. I took my notes. I was like, okay, we can't do it now. Crap. So I went back and I reread. I read through the thing twice. Good. <laughs> you kind of you you kind of have to read through it. You're right. Um, yeah. About three times to really really get it, and then read all the other stuff after that, and then you know everything just begins and ends with wreckers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> so, Mike, what was it like rereading it? It was kind of weird. I noticed because when I reread it, I wasn't rereading it to do notes. I was just rereading it to catch myself up on the story. Yeah. And some of the, like, the like just some of the little bits. And it's like, oh, wow. That's yeah. just not. As we get to... Um, 
issue four, and I look at the cover. Uh, his, I assume everyone here has seen A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait. Okay. I'm totally so, trying to find the cover. Hang on. Issue number four, cover A, is the five... Yeah. Yeah, it's five. Oh, the, the guy's all looking the down. Five, right, they're all looking down. <laughs> all I can think of is the end of A Knight's Tale, where the... Uh, the five characters each have a line. You have been weighed. You have been measured. Oh, yeah. You have been found, absolutely been found wanting. wanting. Yeah. Welcome to the new world. God save you if it is right that you should do so. Yeah. <laughs> you said cover number five. No, number four. Number four. Oh, that's okay. Number, I, that's five number five is is the the gravestones. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no number. No four. spoilers there, but. wait 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 gravestones so you're telling me this is 90s x-men all over again oh boy bishop went back to the past and screwed everybody screwed up for everybody um (laughs) i just love the way nick crafts the dialogue for some of these guys hold this stay there and get ready to take notes oh damn (laughs) he hit him in the head (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crap. Bullets. Did you, Mike, Weird did you know bullets. why Guzzle hates Cup? No. Because oh. that was something that I didn't pick up on, and even though I, would like, read the issue, there was a whole, there was bullets. a Cup spotlight that came out. Where, yeah, yeah. we're reading the Cup spotlight. Yeah, and, and Guzzle is mad because a ton of his friends were some of the guys who went to try and retrieve Cup, and Cup killed them. Oh, and because that's he, why he was going crazy just like, because, yeah, because he was going yeah. crazy because of the other. That's why he sucks on the Saigar because he keeps yeah. on hearing these crystals sing, and so that's uh, and that's it when he didn't the have like the, gives what him control. Was, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Saigar is like a low-level drug. Yeah, <laughs> that keeps him, yeah, but yeah, it there's keeps like him sane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's All there's of these a whole. Are so messed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to know about Rotorstor's backstory? Oh, oh man, that <laughs> gave me such trauma. That was why I hated Whirl so bad. Like when I started reading More Than Meets the Eye, and I had a, I was behind, and a friend of mine was got to issue six and was like, "It's, it's going to make you love Whirl." I'm like, "I hate Whirl. I hate Whirl hard because that crap that he did to Rotorstorm, ugh, that just like pushes I, my I, hate buttons." Because I love Rotostorm. He's my favorite character in the Wreckers. I know. And he no he is a precious cinema. He's the first one to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> because I love that he has such a smart mouth. I know. Because I, like, I feel like if I was in that same situation, I would try to lighten it up as like Rotostorm did. Like, oh, okay, I'll be the funny one. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even get a chance to even think it. He was laughing. I know. Then, that was it. Wow. Brain grade matter said, all over the place. Nicole says that, and all as I can think of is if he were still alive today. <laughs> still alive. No, 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 no. Not, 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 not Rotostorm, but if the person that I'm going to reference here is still alive today, he would be perfect for Rotostorm's voice. Rodney Good. Dangerfield. Oh. I get no respect. <laughs> awesome. Um... <laughs> The other one big nitpick that I had for this series was, sorry, Nick and James, but I find the squadron X-Bots names to be very lame. 
think that that was something that was already done in in previous stuff. Actually, I don't oh, think yeah. any, okay. I don't think they I don't think they chose all okay. the names. I think that Squadron X was might have something from Marvel. Uh, or Casa. Or, uh, no, no, absolutely not Casa, because this actually happened before Casa was actually on the oh, on the going. So actually, that's when he wait first to the happened. wiki. <laughs> yeah, because I I remember I remember either probably Nick saying something about doing the the same thing with Squadron X that he did with um, the main characters in this series, where he just grabbed totally random like yeah. D list Decepticons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And went, these guys are going to be Squadron X. Which is yeah. why they all look super weird. <laughs> but no, it wasn't Costa because at the time when this came out, Costa's ongoing and Wreckers 2, I believe, like Costa's issue number one and Wreckers number two, I think were out the same month. Uh, okay. So they, at that point, there was no sharing between writers. There was, they yeah. weren't like, hey, Costa, are you using this character and this character? They were just given a list of, hey, these are the people we want to use, and somebody would green light it or say, no, you can't use that. No, you can't use that, and that would be it. They wouldn't know that it's like, oh, this other writer is actually using that character, you know? So actually, Squadron X. This is their first appearance. Is this this was their okay. The, yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, people, to disappoint you if you're out there. What you just know all this stuff? Hey, I'm not Chris McFeely. <laughs> No, no one's McFeely here. <laughs> yeah, this is why we there have. There is but one wiki. McFeely. That that's there why McFeely the does the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, that Michael can still say, says see what's inside his brain. It's in the TF wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remind me to tell you a funny story later about that. Okay. Okay. Well, about okay. McFeely? Fine. I will just tell you. My 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 littlest son, Magnus, still says self indulgent. Pish as a swear word. I told them, I'm like, here is a great swear word that you guys that can say. That sounds like something that came out of Chris's mouth. Is that what that, you're saying? It, it's yeah. totally, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm giving that to the children to say because boy, they need some swear words they can say. Oh my gosh. And so it's going to be laughing hearing, his arms off at this point. Hearing a six year old doing an imitation of my bad imitation of an Irish accent is pretty You didn't amazing. let us. The, the, the sound bite of that? <laughs> what? You didn't let him hear the sound bite of that? No, because I, I, it was too hard for me to go back and find. Like, I oh. know which podcast it's in. Gotcha. But I didn't feel like, you, you know, you have children. You got to grab, like, like there was, you know, this weird time where I'm like, okay, uh, here, as a swear word, you may say, say this. You'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> and he has just glommed onto it. Wow. Anyway. Moving on. Just had to share. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure McFeely listens to this show. Oh, I'll McFeely make sure he listens to a lot. <laughs> I'll make sure he does. I'll let him know. He's like, hey, we we mentioned you in this podcast. You'll you'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So let's see. We get the uh, where the hell am I here? Um, I just talked about the background of Cup. Yeah, yeah, the background of Cuff. Yeah, Yeah. and why Guzzle hated him so much. Mm -hmm. Which you're right, it it wasn't really explained in there, but you really didn't need to know too much. You just need to know that Guzzle had a thing, uh, had a bone to pick with him. And there's there's a lot of layers to this. One little read and go, okay, and then yeah, you just dig deeper in. One little quip between the two of them that was kind of like really loaded. Which Mm -hmm. if you knew, you understood why. Oh, here it was. 
the um, hope it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where he's talking about some good friends. Something's happened to some good friends of mine as yeah. they were killed trying to save another fox tailpipe. And he's like, hey, I hope the guy was worth it. Yeah. It's like, depends on who you ask. And he's yeah. got this dark look in his eye. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That was an issue three, by the way. <laughs> okay, so, super random thing. Does anybody else get confused at the picture of... Um, Top Spin and Twin Twists kind of death. I have never been able to figure out what the heck I was seeing in that. Because it's just... I, can, I mean, I can sort of tell, but it's just weird. Um, yeah, sure. it is kind of odd. It's one of those odd things, but... Um... I think part of it is because... And I hate myself for never remembering which one is what one. But the guy who shoves his arms into the suicide lock is standing up. And the guy who, poor little dude, on the table being endoscopic clawed is lying down. So there's, like, somebody sort of standing and doing the arc, shield, eyes, but I can't even tell what I'm looking at where he is. Yeah, okay. Anyway. It's supposed to be kind of like a... I have spent because... way too much time looking at that panel. And it's like a big panel. It's like 8 by 8 And I'm still just like, I don't get it. Biggest one on the page, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was a really an odd one, but it probably took more time looking at it for me to go, oh, now I get it. It's like cut in half, and half yeah. is one, and half is the other. And it's like, I get it. But spark I'm... is exploding. And yeah. It had to kind of be a little bit of a conceptual thing, because yeah. they are like right next to each other, like distance yeah. from each other, and Poor guys. I know. We must love them. Gosh dang robots. <laughs> that was one of my notes was that they finally, again, because I only know them from the jump starters from the toys, they finally made those characters emotionally jarring. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, that's the whole purpose of this book, though. I know. Uh... I'll, I'll give this series one thing. The cliffhangers from issue to issue are just getting better and better. Agreed. Agreed. What else did you want to say about the remaining issues, Amy? <laughs> because oh, I know you have a lot to say. Do you have any more say. bullet points? Um, I've got a couple, but they're mainly lines from the end of the book. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just kind of... The subplot of what they were there to find, they were supposed to be there to help save the people that were the Autobots that were left on Garrus 9 which is the um, prison that they were there to help get the Autobots that are left there well they find out that <laughs> there ain't nobody left <laughs> yeah. yeah but the secondary mission was that there's this thing called Equitus and they are supposed to go there and get something from it and that's our, uh, orders from Prowl who is <laughs> up until now we thought oh prowl's a bad guy well we read this and we're like oh golly prowl is bad <laughs> prowl's you know, just made too much i miss g1 prowl. wait 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 what'd you say nicole he's prowl's a douche, douche. <laughs> so uh they find out what equitus is which i'm not going to spoil it if you know it is you know it so if you don't then go read last sound of the records dog on it if we haven't gushed around it enough, if we haven't given you uh, this podcast to prove that you need to go read it, then 
I don't know. If you've why. never spoke to Amy yeah. for more than five minutes, <laughs> you know. I, I, I would I would phrase that as less than five minutes because <laughs> I mean, this. come on. I have been to so many conventions where I brought random issues of Last Stand of the Wreckers. If somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, I don't know anything about Transformers," I said, "Are you reading the comics?" No, what are those? Like here, read this. I well have done. made so many one-time instant like join up fans, like with one <laughs> one or two issues of Last End of the Wreckers that it's been fun. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of them that have started to follow me on Twitter right afterwards to say, okay, here's your issue. Here's my uh, my Twitter and here's where you can go and read more stuff uh, or hear more reviews about it at the underbase. I'll just give all my credentials and say, okay, have a nice day. I'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'll see you in a couple months. And usually they find me and um, yeah, we, we get back into comics after that. But so, but yeah, it's been my calling card. Just like I always bring a couple issues of with the lucky land slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Records, of course, I say that now, and I'll probably have somebody come up to me in the next convention and say, where's my last end of the records issue? And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Just say you gave it away. You're too late. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll have sins of the records to give. So, yeah. But True. the thing is, is that, yeah. So we find out about Equitus, right? We find out yeah. what that is. Um, the guys find a way to release the, 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 some of the records didn't get caught. So let's just say that. And, um, they get their friends out and then they go crazy on overlord or is, is it overlord crazy on them? <laughs> uh, but we also find out that, um, the, the past things between, uh, impactor and Springer, why they are kind of at odds to each other and why bad things happened back in the day. You know, why wreckers are kind of, they're cool, but they have a dark past. And part of it is because of Impactor. So you find out about that. And then some people die. Some people might download a certain Equitus trial, uh, all of the Equitus files to their brain. And then some people might lose their face. <laughs> a lot of people lost their faces in this. True, true. And and then we get to the very end where they they finally get off. They get off of Garrus Nine. The survivors. We find out who survived and who didn't. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say what happened to some people because, like, hey, you need to read it. It's just epic. Yeah, you need to read it, folks. The, the, that that the last page is very haunting. Because uh, you look at through Verity's eyes as well, you know. Yeah, so it's very. You're just like, oh, oh. it's just heartbreaking. It's just, it's really is. Yeah. 
I agree. Well, there's a couple of things that would break your heart that, you know, at the very end. <laughs> but in the very, 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 very last page, we find out that everybody's gone back their way. The the, the Equitas files have been given to the Autobots that need to be given they need to be given to. And Verity goes back to Earth and she may or may not have a um uh she may or may not have a copy of it. <laughs> does it, does it she, show that? I don't think it shows that in the comic. I think you only get that in some of the extra stuff. Um, because I'm see? looking at. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I'm. I'm not. I'm I brief. don't see any image of her having that little she got drive. It yeah, I know that, but I don't know. Yeah. How yeah. big is that jump drive, though? I mean, it could be like the size of a briefcase. Cause yeah, it, it, it is it's like... It's a small tribe for the, the robots, but... Let me find the little extra comic that shows... Yeah, it's it's huge. She, it's like the size of a laptop. She's got it. Yeah, so maybe that's her and, laptop. Oh! And... No, it's totally not. It's the thing... I know. Oh, my god! Before, before Amy said it was the files, all I can think of was, oh, my God, she has an early draft of Thundercrapper's script. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I want a whole comic of that. (laughs) I don't even like specifically or particularly love Thundercracker more than I love, you know, most dudes. But for some reason, you're like Thundercrapper, and I felt myself leaping to his defense. (laughs) Well, okay, I'm not saying it in a negative way. It's an inside joke that Amy and Nicole probably don't even remember. This is actually. I I was high. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I actually said it. I said Crapper. That's where it came from. Yeah, and I I think I was actually saying it in defense of him. Uh, It's just you leave Sonic Crapper alone. (laughs) It's really funny. He kind of does. That's his special power. (laughs) This happened. During a Showtime synergy, uh, we were supposed to be starting to do the the I think it was either the plot point or whatever for Hollywood Gem Part Two I think or Part One I forget I'll have to go back and find the clip and I might actually put it at the end of this just to <laughs> give people a laugh and see what what Nicole was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> I was really changed too much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, I've had surgery again and I'm. Well, I'm not drunk right now, but <laughs> she's built up a tolerance. They practically have to knock her down with a big iron, one of those those ah tire iron to be able to get her to you know yep. feel anything at this point. <laughs> exactly. I'm none from the nose down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, I have so much stuff I want to talk about, and I'm trying to keep a lid no. on it. No, well, Bring it, up. it pertains to the comic, go okay, ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Open right. up that lid and just give us a little smell. Okay. okay. <laughs> before right. you start, where is it, it, it? Does it show it in the comic that Verity has a copy of it? It's not in the actual comic. I went back and checked. It's in one of the extra... Um, this is one of the uh, actors in the in the hardcover. It's, it's, it's the one called In Word and Deed. In the hardcover, it's it's the very last one. Gotcha. And right. it's um, yeah. So it it just shows that she's got it, but it's gotcha. it's written by Nick. So yeah, it was written by Nick. Uh, uh lettered by uh, uh Transformers fan 
and yeah. uh, Colors by Chris Carter. Okay, all right, yeah. You're right, so that was an extra. So that's what you find out later is that she had a copy of it. And if you don't know that, don't worry, because last, I, I, in Sins of the Records, I'm sure that he's going to make sure references. sure they'll address so, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering, and I, I haven't seen any previews or any, well, I've seen the, the previews and stuff for BotCon for Sins of the Records and all that, but I'm wondering, like, how is Nick going to open that first? Like, cause Have you the not whole seen point, the preview? Not the... The preview of since. I've seen the, the, the BotCon stuff, yes, but I haven't seen the actual IDW preview because it's not out yet. But It was out in New York Comic Con, and those got leaked on, onto the internet. You haven't read it yet? I've seen bits and pieces, but I didn't actually read it because the images weren't that great. All right, I'll t- I'll hit you up afterwards. Okay, but what I'm, what I'm saying is is after reading this, and this was what this comic was what five longer than five years ago that it came out at this point. You know, you know, I mean, five it, years. It's, yeah, it's been at least. Yeah, so I mean, it's been five years since this was originally released. So it's one of those things where five years later they're now going back and telling. Not necessarily, I don't want to say a follow-up, more of a sequel, a continuation kind of thing. And it's like, holy crap, how are they going to rake in the new readers? That's that's what I'm wondering here. They'll rake in the new he'll, readers he'll because be Amy and the rest of us will grab them by the throat and like <laughs> shove comics on them. Okay, so I, somebody's like fan turned on or something, and yeah. through my yeah. headphones it was full endoscopic claw, and I, like, could not stop shuddering. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that noise? Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't deal with it, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, Heather okay. is getting her real-life torture scene right now. Yeah, okay, okay. No, no, no. Okay, because I opened to this page, I've got to tell you guys about this. So, Remember, I didn't read this when it first came out. I waited to buy the trade. And oh, so I kept seeing all Heather. this stuff online and being like, Whoa. So anyway, the panel that has Overlord ripping Impactor's harpoon out of his eye, all okay. I saw was just like that panel zoomed in that I think Josh Bertram did as like wallpaper Yep. that he posted <laughs> on DeviantArt. And yep. I legit thought that it was Overlord just like slicing his own eye open to prove how hard he was, and I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was eyeballs <laughs> and knives, and I'm just like, and I'm still slightly disappointed that he was just ripping it out, like that Impactor stabbed him in the eye, and all he was doing was ripping it out because it was so much cooler when he was just like, yeah, I'm this hard, I can like slice my own eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Just to prove how hard I am. Overlords into self mutilation. He's, yeah. oh, he's a, he's a sadomasochist. You would totally not a sadomasochist. put it past him. That's the truly creepy and masterful thing about his characters. Like, oh yeah, totally. He knows everything. But he like, okay. Think. I mean, like he'd be like, hey, was I supposed to feel that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but also, can we talk about the part where they make the decision? Do we blow everybody up, including Impactor, or do we not? And I still, to this day, am not sure they made the right choice. Mm. Because, you know, more people I care about died than would have if they had done that. But at the same time, it wouldn't have killed Overlord. (laughs) 
No, so, it wouldn't have. Yeah, it would have like, survived. Oh, I'm conflicted. There's so many like really hard moral questions in this. It's a very challenging book. It's a very fun challenge, but yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, <laughs> you know, people in general, people will look at Transformers and be like, oh, those explosive Michael Bay movies? No. Yeah. Character depth, people. If you want character depth, stick with the comics because yeah. actual character building happens. <laughs> and then they kill them and make you cry. Yeah, well, They make you, you care know. about every single one of them only to make yeah. you cry when they are yeah. gone. But it's or not just in half. half. It's not just like, it's not just, (laughs) aha, I'm going to manipulate you into thinking. It's not, you know, watching a chick flick type of going to make you care and then make you cry. It's a, no, it's it's really think about stuff. And, and, you know, I'm going to do things that trouble you. (laughs) Well, it, you know, it's, it's, it's cause and effect. Like, you know, twin, the twin twist and top spins death. Uh, you know, all that stuff that happened with that and the whole thing with, with Aquitas and all that. And, but it's just, you know, it's not, you know, like, like you said, Heather, it's not a, a chick flick kind of feeling. It's one of those things where, um, okay, um, think of it in terms of action movies. And I know I've referenced one of, uh, I know I've referenced the Bayverse several times in this episode, but I'm going to reference another Michael Bay movie. Think of it when Bruce Willis died in Armageddon. Of course, you cared about the character through the whole damn movie, and he's sitting there making that sacrifice so everybody else can Yeah, but there was an element survive. of cheese, I think, in that. There was, like, okay, this element well... of cheese. Think of Band of Brothers. They're going in to save people, and then on the way out, people die and you've gone through half the movie trying to like you fall yeah. in love with all these guys that are like they're total bros with each other and now they're dying at each other's feet just to ha- just for a mission and that's what that's what this is is that they're quite literally they went in on a mission to get to to do two things save their fellow autobot brothers knowing that they probably they're not even sure if anybody's left and two to get the files from the equitus right and I mean, like top secret files, just think of the top secret files. Okay. And what happens? Who's left standing at the very end? You know, there are a few. We're not going to say who because you've got to yeah. go read it. Um, but yeah, people make it out, but a lot of people die. <laughs> and just like in Band of Brothers, they made you love the characters because they were bros. They were there. They were doing a job. They were doing their, doing their duty. These guys are doing the same thing, too. And so on the way out, you know, there's no cheese. There's no, I love my daughter, so I'm going to give up my life for her. No, it's like, dude, you know, we came in here knowing this is probably a fruit that we're all going to die. But they did it anyway. So I was more so meaning the scene after they got home and they showed the pictures of who died. That's what I was more so meaning from Armageddon, not the actual, you know. Scene where he's saying, sorry, sweetheart, I'm not coming back. And you're like, yeah. "Ah!" Yeah. yeah, there was a little bit of melodramatic in that. But yeah. Um, overall, I love this story. I wasn't sure how, because I'm so, 
I have this big aversion of any kind of classic style art, like art before the year 2000. It's just not my thing whatsoever because I just can't like like I said back uh, in Marvelous March this year Steve Megatron and I covered uh, the vol- the IDW volume 1 of the Marvel run which is the first 13 issues of Marvel and the red white yellow black and blue oh, god all those damn printing press was a little different back then so yeah Yeah I know I know and I and I can't fault that I'm just saying I can't read comics like that <laughs> The this, reason this... why comics like that were read is because there wasn't anything else. Yeah, so. no, I know. I, I, mean, I, I, feel, have... I feel you, Mike. I, I get yeah. it. Because I have a hard I... time dealing with that style of art, too, because I'm spoiled. Yeah, I think it's because yeah. I have no problem with it because I was reading comics back in the day. So That's no true. If you, have, if you have practice at taking in that, I, I really do notice a difference in even different artists working today there's some that i'm better at reading and internalizing their art than others right and and the the older comics they 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 exercise a few different mental muscles that i haven't honed yet yeah and and so it's harder for me to you know dive in the experience but every so often there will be some that i'm just like oh man like yeah there's this one panel in the old Marvel books, <laughs> and when they were doing the the um, the anniversary special covers, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Casey and JP did like an homage to that, and I'm like, I need oh, it! Nice. Oh my gosh, it's That's the awesome. one where like Prime's like kneeling over Scorponok's dead body, and like that one panel in Marvel, I was like. <gasps> And then, like, they do this whole poster. I'm like, I need it. Oh, my gosh, guys. Here's money. <laughs> Give it to me now. What? You're only charging five bucks? You could have gone at me for 20, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> oh, they were charging 20, and I gladly oh, they handed were it over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, Last Stand of the Records. It's pretty epic. If you don't read it, um, I, I can't yeah. convince That's you. That's all right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's like, yeah, it's all right. No, it's it's a really good read. I mean, it's how many times have we read this, and it still has that same. Okay, it probably won't have the same impact as the first time you've gone through, but mm. it still has meaning. Even to, yeah, it pulls at your heartstrings, even though you know what's coming. You're just like, oh, no, it's gotta change. <laughs> I certainly look at Overlord a little bit differently because after this, we, you know, more than meets the eye, the issue where he gets loose on the Lost Light. There were other things in there. There are, you, you find out other things. Like you find out, you know, what Fortress Maximus went through. You find out right. just how, I mean, all of the little stuff where they're like, okay, you've got Overlord. He does the bad things, but then you break away to other stuff and your imagination kind of stews on it. Well, then more than meets the eye, they kind of showed one of the rooms and how he like kind of disemboweled people. And I was like, there's stuff all over the walls. I mean, they kind of took it to the next level in the sense that like, Hey, let's get a little peek of what that looked like. Right. For like one panel. And that just brings the whole thing flooding back going, Oh gosh, I knew Overlord was bad. But then I saw that and I knew even more, he was just like that much more demented. And then we find out the backstory of Overlord as well in more than meets the eye. So it's like, it's you've come you, this is like the starting point. And then you read all of more than meets the eye and you go, 
oh yeah, there's a whole lot more to be revealed. And it does. It gets revealed. So it's like, yeah, this is the place to start. Yeah. <laughs> this is why it, I always give out issues of it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, honestly, that bit in More Than Meets the Eye didn't really add anything to me because it was almost like um just showing the thing that my imagination had already filled in anyway because yeah. the, the one panel in in record where you see oh my gosh like it is so disturbing to me where you see poor fort max like plugged into the door mm-hmm. and he's like had his arms and legs ripped off and he's just like this horrible scream face on <laughs> between that and the we scene saw after he, that. <laughs> but between the scene that that and the scene where he gets flung to the crowd and Overlord's like, just try not to kill him. Oh, <laughs> I that <laughs> all I can do is make sort of horrified sounds. But I oh man, yep, I have a great imagination. It works really well, and uh, it wasn't helpful to me at that point. <laughs> It was just, so I was just like, confirm oh, yeah, all picture. that stuff totally happened. That was, in fact, like slightly milder than what I was picturing. <laughs> oh, like, I don't even know what I was picturing, but like just much more death of by a thousand cuts than just, oh, here, I'm just going to rip off an entire limb. I'm like, oh, good. That's better than like finger at a time. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> so that was sufficiently creep the hell out of Heather. <laughs> oh, that's, that's basically what this book exists for. Just to yeah, really, really freak Apparently. Alright, so let me ask you ladies this. Who's better at uh, making every Transformers comic fan cry, Nick or James? James, I'd say. They're the same. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's I actually was putting thought into this, Mike. I did I really too. Was. Like three days um, ago when in the shower I was like okay because I was asking myself questions and I always get all my best ideas when I have like you know water falling on my head so um I was thinking about it I was like you know what James goes for the heart Nick goes for the jugular (laughs) yeah whether you're dead so yeah like they're two different sides of this same exact coin it's just pick your poison which do you like to go out with the heart a shot to the heart or or a slash to the jugular which is it See, yeah, I I would kind of agree with Amy. I think, honestly, okay, so James will do stuff that will make you sad and make you cry and, like, yeah, go for the feels. Mm -hmm. But he tends to leave you at the end of his story arcs with a good feeling, for which I'm (laughs) grateful. Thank you, James. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Still super grateful that 21 ended the way it did. Thank you for not killing Tailgate. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Nick, but 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 he almost killed Rung, and I remember the sick feeling I had, and yeah. how everything, all of the heat, and life was cold and dark, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it, James is fully capable of making you cry and He's, leaving. But the dark. he will end it okay. <laughs> Nick will give you stories that are really messed up and leave you in the messed up place. <laughs> Because so you'll at, have nightmares forevermore. <laughs> at the end of Wreckers, everything is not okay. They showed up to rescue prisoners, and because they showed up to rescue prisoners, all the prisoners were killed. And their other mission was basically, like I was saying, just to you know make sure the Autobots didn't have their you know pristine image tarnished, which really is another like real life not okay thing. 
And I also, like, I keep bringing up the Megatron spotlight, but that is messed up slick! (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, really messed up. And not because I'm like a megastar fangirl, because I'm not. But I'm just like, yes, <laughs> oh, don't even, yes, don't even sit there and just deny it. Yes, Lincoln, you are. I'm actually, I'm really not, because I wrote those guys, and they are not okay. Um, I I have audio proof that you are a mega fangirl. No, I <laughs> so, am, but I'm not a I fan totally of those two that. getting it on. I'm not. I don't think they get it on. But. Yeah, just I, like whoa, 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 who get who on what? What? <laughs> I'm saying I'm I'm not a like the the whole like I'm such a nerd, you guys. The whole like terms for different pairings. So I said I'm not a mega star fangirl. I'm not a person that ships Megatron oh, with Starscream. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, no, I no, 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 no. Saying Nick and James shipping, I was like, well, oh, yeah. no. oh my gosh. See, that's just inherently funny and. Yes, that's, that's very crazy. Funny. Actually, it's really funny. They, oh my gosh, super super funny. <laughs> Some blessed person on the internet for like an English assignment that was how to do dialogue wrong wrote this amazing story about Nick and or not Nick about James Roberts and John Barber riding bikes together. Oh God! I and it was that. the funniest thing. I'll have to find it and send it to you. It is hilarious. Like, not it's not like a slash thing. It's just a horrible dialogue like my name is john barber said john barber i am riding a bike he said type so basically it's thundercrapper yes exactly (laughs) it was yeah every so often the internet will cough up something that i'm just like thank you people for making my day better (laughs) and there might i might have remembered that somebody out there might have wrote a real ship of real people which i think is yeah, yeah that yeah. I know it exists because I've never read people it. Keep, I've never seen it either, but I know I've it exists. I've heard rumors and I have kind of, you know, bashed it a little bit. So, yeah. It's just. One thing if the, you do it to characters that are not real, it's another way to yeah. do it to people that are actually real people. So, I just, yeah. that's why I was funny. like, yeah, there's got to be a line in the in the sand somewhere. And yeah. But I'm, I will totally claim and own that of. Um, being the mega fan, I love Nick. I love James. I love John too. I mean, I'm not gonna leave him out of it either. <laughs> I, I love them all equally. But yeah, um, completely thrilled. I've met them several occasions, and I would, I, I, I totally claim that I'm a pretty big fan of there. So yeah. <laughs> See, well, I'm a huge dudes. fan of John because he's the one that got me back into comic book reading. Yeah. So it's all his fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a fan of his for driving the ship. <laughs> but not that ship, not that kind of ship. So you're the first mate then. Hoish <laughs> me. I wish I was the first mate. I like hardcore wish oh, I was the first mate. Me. Oh my god. If no. I'm the captain, then you can be my first mate, Heather. Hey, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm so, oh my gosh, Amy, I'm such a snot. I'm like, no, you can't. I'm just as cool as you. you I'm such a snot. I don't follow well. It's why I pretend to be prime, and I don't pretend to be like one of the other Autobots. So I'm like, no, no, no. Take your own ship. There you go. Yeah, all of my. Yeah. I'm oh Papa Dor. I have I have rule over all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you guys! <laughs> said ahoy, shmi. All I can think of, and I know Irish this is bad, good. but all, all, I, all I can think of is, may the man rest in peace. All I can think of is Bob Hoskins. Shmi, shmi. 
What about Smee? What about Smee? (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome Dude, it's terrifying how old that movie is. 1991. (sighs) 25 years next year? Awesome sauce. Bang, bang! Yay! (laughs) Yay. Oh, God. Amy, what are your overall final thoughts for Last Stand of the Wreckers? You have to buy it. You have to yeah. two, <laughs> two versions of it. I don't care if it's digital and and a hard copy, whatever. But you, I, I'll, I'll I'll try to tempt you a little bit. There is a hardcover that is available on Amazon for. Let me see. go find like the used price because you can get some for cheap. Twenty bucks for twenty bucks, you can own it. And there are two really awesome uh, short stories that are in there that continue flesh out a little bit more. Uh, one called Bullets, the other called Zero Point. You have to read it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it's so good. They're they're really good and not they're just good. filler. Yeah. They actually continue the story and fill it in. All the little questions like, well, how do these guys meet each other? What What's going on? You know, who, what, what's all this deal with this and that? And yeah, you, it'll explain more. Um, then they, of course, have, like, you know, the, a couple of mosaics. They have some... Uh, the toy declassifieds of each of the characters. I think most, well, most of them. I don't remember all every single one of them. But you have to read those, too, because there's little tidbits of stuff in every single one of them. And they're quite hilarious. They're not just, like, throwaway. They're really pretty cool. And then, of course, they have all of the covers from every single issue. And then they have a whole bunch of art that they kind of put in there and some script extracts. So basically, quite literally, they have everything in here. Uh, promotional artwork, pinups. Uh, they have a couple drafts. They have... It's just good stuff. Yeah. If you don't get it, you're going to be, like, sad. I like the character, like, the little character pages that they have. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, character profiles as written by mm-hmm. Rung. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the other question I was going to ask, even though I already asked Amy for her final thoughts. But um, can you imagine the entire Wreckers team in a group session with Rung? <laughs> Someone needs to write that. James would have to write that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot of really great stuff in here. I've got um, I've got prints of most of the prints that they have actually in here, to be honest. Uh, nice. A couple of the artists that have like the Overlord one by Nick Roach. Uh, I quite literally. Uh, I got the original for the Overlord that um, Andrew Griffith put an art piece in here, and he scanned it in and did some stuff in the, on on the computer. I got the original. Uh, sketch that he did holy dang yeah so it doesn't have everything on there like the offline and all that stuff but yeah it's it's pretty nice i like it but yeah they're and you can still find every once in a while a couple pages of the wreckers out there i've bought like six or seven of myself (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome amy i'm gonna have a small jealous moment but i'm glad you own them (laughs) you can clearly tell are you surprised out of all the people you know that 
she would be the oh, one I'm to not know surprised to at all. <laughs> no, you know, hey, I might know a few other places where you might be able to get some pages, so contact me on Twitter. It's Lady Amrak. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my favorite random bonus thing in here is the part where Nick's like, yeah, okay, so you know the part where Impactor was walking down the hallway? I totally drew him dragging his harpoon along the wall, but he had, didn't get it until the next page. <laughs> so they had to like so the, the the page looks a little bit weird he's just kind of walking with his arm out because they had to take out the harpoon dragging along the wall <laughs> it's really funny it's, it's just nice to be like you know what they're not perfect occasionally they go ah oh, nope yep it's cute they're not perfect that's right yeah. they, they're just Seriously, guys everybody... having fun just like the rest of us like yep you know, when you're talking about the part where he was laughing, you know, when they shoot up yeah. the guy and all that, I it, it, that's such a Nick thing because you know he's know. thinking, you know how many people are going to be out there going, oh my gosh, he did it for the, you know, for that factor. Yeah. And yeah, that that is that is the thing about Nick's art is that for, even when it's like truly horrific, there's such a joy in it that there really is. And even, even in his writing when it's horrific, it's not grimdark he's he's a, a very silly funny young man whom i love it's all and... about humor it is so yeah. all about the humor you can take yeah. the terrible stuff because the humor factor yeah. kind of it lightens it and you're like it, it doesn't make fun of it but it just makes it accept you, you can accept it a little bit better like at the very end while well, he's like well people died but it was funny <laughs> Yeah, and like, <laughs> not not to trivialize it, but it really does make it so that you can get through this and deal with, you know, really putting some pondering into, you know, deep moral questions. Yeah. In a way that you can't when you're reading, like, you know, The Killing Joke or something, which I've read once, and I don't go back and read it because it's dark <laughs> and not fun. You and do know you, you don't have to go back and read it after next year. Because you can just go watch it, because they're making the killing joke. No, with they won't make it correctly. Just go and I don't it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I come don't on watch stuff. Okay, so this is the thing, and I'll get Nicole and Heather's final thoughts in a minute. This is the thing that I had a thought of while we're doing this. Everybody knows of the DC Universe animated original movies that they've done over the last eight or nine years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine and you'd have to have a pretty big damn imagination because let's face it, Hasbro Heather doesn't can do want it. anything. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Heather can do it. But <laughs> Hasbro doesn't want to do anything for the fans when it comes to certain things. But instead of rebooting or having new cartoon series every couple of years, imagine them allowing whatever studio they want to use to do animated films, animated Transformers films adapted from the comics. I know it'd be cool. It it'd would be, be really cool. Definitely something that they'd have to target to fans. I know that. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of the DC Universe films. They're all PG thirteen for the most part, and they're all they're, they're not for kids. They're not for everybody. Let's face it. I, you know, Heather, I'm kind of scared and glad you read more than meets the eye to your kids, but. I'm sorry. I would never read Last Stand of the Records to any of my kids. <laughs> I I have read I think maybe an issue or two. But the whole the whole but thing. I, the whole, yeah. Whole, yeah. But my kids are younger than her kids, so. Yeah. And it, it really matters. Like age. you, 
where they yeah, you have to know your kids and what they can handle and and because there's yeah there's definitely people that i i don't know if i'm gonna yeah there's a lot of things where i'm like uh you know this would be fun to read but yeah not that i mean you know we 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 spice it back and every so often we'll we'll intersperse something else and so i've been like throwing in some of the spotlights when we need a dose of humor so tonight we read the spotlight of ryan pax which is funny You need a real dose of humor. Get that. Get the new series based off the cartoon series yeah. written by Georgia uh, Ball and uh, and done by. Oh, I, I know. I hear that's really funny, and I. I oh, I it's so good. It's actually good. Yeah. yeah, I I need to go pick it up. So, quick. Oh, quick funny story though about reading. So we got to the end of sixteen, right? And when mm-hmm. I read that, it like sort of destroyed me. I just kind of lay there going, I I can't deal with any more of this, James. I really can't. Next issue, you've got to do some fun adventure time. Cause I'm done with the feels, bro. And so I get to the end of reading that, and I read it like, like literally hugging various children. Like I've got the little ones snugged in beside me, the big one reading, like sitting on a chair behind me. I'm sitting on the floor, and everybody's kind of snugged in. And we get to the end of 16, and everybody is literally just like lying on the ground, being just dead. And my daughter's like, "Next time, can we read a funny one?" <laughs> <laughs> that's when you bring out force field face yes that is oh. what we did I'm like force field face next time <laughs> alright Heather final thoughts on last stand uh, it's really good go buy it like it's used for 12 bucks on Amazon go buy it um, <sighs> more than ECI is really good I know that you like go buy it cheap but but at the same time, I'm like, it's so worth it to buy at full price, too. Oh, Just yeah. saying. Well, the only reason I say <laughs> that is for people. Not bad. The only reason I bring it up is to be like, uh, you know, I I spent a lot of years not being able to afford comic books at all. Yeah. So, like, here it's not, you know, you can get it cheap. Um, and if you don't want to get the hardcover, I'm sure that the regular one is even cheaper. I bet you can buy it. Yeah, super yeah it is. It is. Um, the, the trade paperback is also available still. Yeah. So, um, there are a lot of good comics. This one is worthy on a lot of levels. Um, the, the, the writing is amazing. The art is amazing. And the story is not just giant robots punching each other. And we say that about a lot of Transformers comic books lately because we are living in a glorious age. <laughs> but it is really worth some thought. So. There's something for everyone in Transformers yeah, yeah. nowadays. So yeah, and, and this one is well. But at the same time, I will tell people: don't just dive into this thinking that you can read it like a regular comic book because it. It asks a lot of you. You gotta really pay attention, and it's gonna kind of rip you open a little bit. And yeah, so it's a very demanding comic, but it's really rewarding, despite the whole trauma. So yeah, yeah. good stuff. Nicole, final thoughts? Uh, again, uh, I pretty much repeat what the other two said. It's it's one of the best comics out there. I'm not talking just Transformer comics. I'm talking DC, IDW, Marvel, Image. This is one of the best series you're going to pick up. Um, when I when I was doing Fanboy Versus, this is one that 
was one of those ones that we put like to a standard that we pretty much based a lot of the other comics on because uh, mm -hmm. we knew well this is what they can produce why aren't they producing this sometimes you know um and, and <laughs> again if you don't know anything about transformers here's your perfect cast because even transformer fans unless you're a mcfeely you really didn't know who, these, <laughs> who a lot of these characters were and you were coming in and we were learning just like anyone else. And Hey, you might come out with a favorite. They might not make it out of this story, but <laughs> you'll still have a favorite. <laughs> you know? No, it's, it's very well produced. The, the art is wonderful. The, the coloring is beautiful. I, I mean, know, man, bad props to Josh. Bad yeah. props. And I love the like the the retro kind of like style covers that they came in as well. You know the, the like the three tone covers, the, the oh, ones the, that the propaganda in. style ones. Yeah. yeah, the propaganda. That ones. Are so I awesome. love that. I mean, I mean, there. I mean, there. You're gonna come out liking something about it. If if you don't, comics are not for you. Then I don't know what it is. <laughs> You know, so yeah, it's it's it, it's awesome. That's all. Of, yeah. Why are we talking about it? Because it's awesome. Especially <laughs> after five years later, we're still talking about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I think I think we should allow people to read it and not like it because I could see how it could be a little too much for some people. But oh, I yeah. still think but they're going to take something away from it. I'd still say. Yeah, it's it's gonna if nothing else, it's gonna make you go. Ooh, wow, ha ha, I'll cry, think. <laughs> mm -hmm. And maybe not in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just All say right, it's cool. the thing that got me into podcasting. And here I am yep. five years later, and I'm still loving it. So, And I'm mm -hmm. definitely looking forward to, what is it, uh, three weeks from now? Getting Sins well, of the Wreckers? Yep. The, the we'll second be talking sequel. About, yep. So, yeah. are, are we going to talk about that on this podcast before we end? Yeah. Or yeah, we, we should talk. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. After Stop. these messages, wait, no, 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 shut up. The, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, wait, the second sequel? No, it's the oh, sequel. The, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought I heard you say the second sequel. I'm like, wait a second, what the hell? Yeah, I did. But yes, what did I say? So I don't know. <laughs> We'll listen to it in post, folks. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. We have one more clip from the amazing Neil Ross as Springer. Uh, I wish I got him to do a few more lines from this because when I originally, when I, and this is, again, behind-the-scenes stuff, folks, whatever. I know some people don't care about this, but initially when I sent him lines to read as Springer from Last End of the Wreckers, I had only really gotten up to the point where he introduced, where Springer introduces you know himself and tops he, yeah. he introduces the records i only get up to that page and and i had already asked the guy so i wasn't going to sit there and go back and email again oh can you also do this can you all you know so i, I wasn't going to do that but i got to the page in the book where it's like you know your first day in the records might also be your last yeah. day in the records i'm like oh damn i really wish i got him to say that too but here's the other line from Springer, Neil Ross, thank you so much. We will be back after this. Turn up and shoot. About as fancy as it gets with us wreckers. You want to spend all day calculating tolerable margins of error? Call Prowl. 
But I want records, but I want hungry. Hungry <laughs> for records. Dude, while Mike is looking up stuff, I have a thing that I did not remember to say, and that is that Nick does amazing noses for showing character, and Springer's <laughs> nose is amazingly broken. I know, I was going to say, it looks like it's been awesome. broken a couple times. I had an I art know. teacher back in college that had a nose just like that. Yay. That's awesome. And we're back. Okay, so we the whole purpose of me even doing this and even going back and even reading this besides out of sheer enjoyment was because this November they are coming back. They're going to be debuting Transformers Sins of the Wreckers and I have on the, the 18th first <laughs> November 18th unless Diamond screws up the shipping or a volcano Don't explodes. Jinx it. Don't, yeah, shut up. Know. I'm not <laughs> November 18th at 12 o'clock when my shop opens. I'll just be like pounding on the door and be like, give a me little bit, <laughs> a little bit of background. I think when it was issue two, when issue two came out, the, the original, there was a volcano that exploded in Iceland and it delayed. Oh, yeah. This is why I say, <laughs> I hope a volcano doesn't explode. <laughs> or do you remember when like the boat with all of the issues in it? was involved in the strike at the docks. Oh, and yeah. so I was just yeah, sitting there floating on the ocean, and I was like, I need my more than me the eye. Come on, you guys, just unload the boat, please. Okay, so Transformers, Sins of the Wreckers, number one of five. The Wreckers return. Somebody's kidnapped Prowl, thank God. <laughs> but does anybody Sorry. want him back? A lifetime of messing with everybody, everybody's lives, comes around to haunt him. Fortunately, he's always got a plan. In this case, the one team of brutal, broken heroes, the Wreckers. The one, peop- the, the one group of people that he's screwed over the most. The most, yeah. yeah. Uh, for bullet points for this one, we have uh, the sequel to the last name of the Wreckers, one of the most acclaimed comics in Transformers history. Prowl gets his comeuppance. Features RC and Cup and the Wreckers, the secret history of Prowl revealed, leaving everybody hurt. And apparently Alex is going to be doing a variant cover. And Springer uh, needs to hit Prowl in the face again. Dude, you guys <laughs> should know last time. while Mike is reading this solicit, I can feel my stomach clenching and my shoulders slumping. I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, this is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> also, in November, when Sins gets released, IDW is going to offer less. We were talking about this earlier about cheap ways to find last and other records. They're going to be offering both the trade paperback and the hardcover. Uh, the trade is going to be 20 bucks. The hardcover is going to be 30 bucks uh, in November. For really? That's a whole lot more than what they're projecting on Amazon right now. Although Amazon does tend to... I got it right off the media. I... Just looking at the document that IDW wrote up. Okay, I... so quick, people, if you're listening to the sound of our voice, go on Amazon and get it. <laughs> I know I'm such a cheap, 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 cheap person. Um, and I, I love IDW. They are definitely worth worth giving them the money. But if you don't, you can't afford it because, like, I understand the whole cheap and can't, you know, afford much anyhow. Then Amazon has got a really good price, so go get it there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I love you, IDW. Well, okay, the money job. the money still gets to them unless you're buying it used. True, true. So, and then the money is getting to the people who, mm-hmm. yeah, bought it the first time. So, 
Transformers, Last Stand of the Wreckers, number two of five. Frosty Reception, The Wrecker's Journey to Nome, Alaska to track down the number one suspect in Prowl's disappearance, their former human ally, Verity. Woohoo! Oh, that'll be interesting. Uh, let's see. Bullet points for this one. I already read the sequel to one of the most blah, 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 blah. Um, the Autobots' greatest secret, Equitas, is in danger of being leaked, but who's to gain? Hmm. Introducing the Chimericons. Oh, nice. That'll be interesting. We'll find out. That's that's issue number three. And the final solicit we have is Sins of the Wreckers, number three of... Issue number two. This is number three. Uh, Secrets and Sins, Prowl's past shrouded in mystery begins to come to light. And the revelations aren't pretty. But to get a hold of the missing Autobot, the Wreckers will have to face the Noise Maze. No Cybertronian is safe, and no reader's heart will be unbroken. <laughs> Gosh, dang it, So Nick. in other words, this is I, the issue where everything falls apart, and you get to the end and go, why? Why? <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Caught in the web of lies and betrayals, written and obviously drawn by Nick Roche. Uh, variant cover for this issue is going to be done by Priscilla. Awesome. So that's going to be interesting. Priscilla's so that awesome. is... Sins, uh, that, that is what's coming up for Sins of the Wreckers, the sequel to Last Stand of the Wreckers. Uh, let's go around the room and rate the overall five-issue trade, not counting the Are extra bits. Are you serious? Yes, I'm damn dead serious, because I know what you're going to give it. So don't ask me. <laughs> I still have to ask. Zero to five stars, what do you give it, Amy? Why don't you ask everybody else first? Because oh, I'm come on. I'm just way too much time here, you know? Oh, well, if it is, come on. It, this is your thing, girlfriend. Just go ahead. Hey, yeah. right. Amy gives us five. Audience, what do you think I'm going to give it? And that will be the answer. Nah, she's going to give it a six out of five. Because <laughs> I, I, I legit was going to say 5.5. Because this breaks <laughs> the scale for me. It legitimately breaks the scale. Because think about it. How often do we get an entire miniseries that is this quality throughout? I mean, every so often we'll be like, this issue of a series is really amazing. But this is five issues that are all killer good quality. And the entire story is paced really well, which doesn't always happen. And it's all drawn really well and it's all colored really well and the entire effect of the entire thing I mean there there's also sometimes where we'll have uh, an event or a miniseries where it, it wobbles either at the front or the back there are no wobbles the entire thing is ridiculously cohesive and powerful it, it breaks the scale I'm gesturing wildly to the empty room <laughs> what she said <laughs> That's cheating, Amy. Come on now. Look, I have been, I have reviewed this so many times. I've done the written reviews. I've done the podcast reviews on like four different podcasts. I think this is my fifth podcast that I've been on. (laughs) You know, when it gets to that point, it's kind of like, hey, can I say it any louder? (laughs) (laughs) Like break your microphone screaming, five! Yeah. yeah exactly so there you go i don't have to say it you guys are going to say it for me because you i already <laughs> i've already gushed about this on so many podcasts my name come on it's in my name <laughs> you don't get named after the records unless you are 
totally oh, right. in love and obsessed with the Wreckers. I am. <laughs> Nicole. Uh, like I said, I, 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 it's one of the most awesome comics put to, well, series of comics put together. As a series, I give it a five. Yeah. yeah, same here. Five all, fives all around. Oh, that's a spoiler effect right there. <laughs> what? Slash sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, folks. Uh, so we have a double shot of the pull bag this week. We have a special Thursday edition coming out tomorrow because Thursday, November 5th, 2015 marks... The 60th anniversary since Doc Brown fell and hit his head and created the Flux Capacitor. <laughs> Steve Megatron and myself will be reviewing IDW Publishing's Back to the Future number one in episode 115 of The Pull Bag. And then after that, I think hopefully Joe Reed and I can get to TMNT issues 47 to 49 and then issue 50, I hope. Uh, so that's what's coming up inside The Pull Bag. Amy, where can the people find you online? Best place to find me online right now is Twitter. That's where I usually stomp the most. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so you can find me there. Lady of Wreck. Nicole, what about you? Uh, that's a Beatles Diva. Beatles like the band, not the bug. And if you want to find me any place else, just Google that. <laughs> yeah, there uh, there's you? only one Beatles Diva. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And there's only one Hockey Prime. And yeah, so go find me on Facebook, Heather Smith, Hockey Prime. Go find me on DeviantArt, Hockey Prime. Go, I'm on Twitter, but good luck. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, you can talk to me and I will get the message, but I never Eventually. Read. Yeah. Because no, I, I check my email more often. Uh, and it always emails me. It's like, guess what? Someone talked to you. And I like fall over and then I go, oh my gosh, somebody talked to me. Yeah. Because I was going to say, you always tweet back to me when I tweet to you. Like I say, it, I will get your message. I just you. never yeah. send anything out. Yeah. I, because she has check Twitter often because she's worried for James. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> no, talk to me on Facebook because Facebook lets me type as many blinking characters as I want. And that's why I can't do Twitter because, as you may have noticed, I'm Aww. fairly verbose. <laughs> See, if you just confine yourself to the 180 characters, you actually learn how to use them. You just, you just gave it 40 140 more than it is. It like physically pains me to try to get. <laughs> it's short really... and sweet works for me. I don't yeah, have that much time. <laughs> I just have way too much to say. I'm like, I have stuff to say, and it's important. And everything you say is so unique, too, so I'm kind of glad. <laughs> unique is definitely one word for it. You can find me on Twitter at TFGNMike. You can find The Pull Bag on Twitter and Facebook. Just search The Pull Bag as well as GeekCast Radio Network on Facebook and at GeekCast Radio on, fa on uh, Twitter. Until next time, make your great escape into comics. We'll catch you later. You made it, Mike. You made it. At least it's not 3 a.m. like it normally is. <laughs> You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag, the GCRN's comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com where you can comment on the episode in all of our different podcasts. You can rate our show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Call the voicemail line, 502-526-5821. Please remember to tell us the show you are leaving the message for. 
and your name. Become a fan of us on Facebook by searching GeekCast Radio Network. Send us an email feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you.